Addiction plays hardball. He would hit me with these verbal attacks. I just said to him, I love you so much. You're such an amazing person. I can't take this ride anymore. It was the fact that dad made that sentiment and broke down. And years later, he told me it had a huge impact on him. Sometimes doing what's right for your loved one is the hardest thing to do. Karen is that right thing. Visit CARON.org slash lost. Whether you're making the same breakfast that you have every day or baking a cake for an extra special day, eggs are a staple in our diets. Eggland's best eggs are nutritionally superior to ordinary eggs, containing more vitamins and 25% less saturated fat. Not only are they better for you, but Eggland's best eggs taste better too. There's a reason that they're America's number one eggs. Visit egglandsbest.com for additional information and delicious recipes. Can I go where you go? Can we always be this close forever and ever and ah? Take, take me out, take, take me home, home. forever and ever. You're, you're my, 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 my lover. Hold on, you make it, when you sing it, it makes it sound like Creed. Oh <laughs> my God, like with arms, with arms wide open. Yeah, it sounds like one of those uh, early 2000s. Oh my God, that's amazing. Well, I, I'll I think that's the be- best compliment Holden has ever received in his entire life. <laughs> oh yeah, I meant it as a compliment. <laughs> It After I, I, I initially when I first started doing T Swift karaoke songs like on stream and stuff, I used to try to like sing like I heard her voice in my head, which would be like yeah ma ma, like it would be like impossible, you know what I mean? So I always bring it a step lower. Hello everybody and welcome to page seven. Well, Holden had um, T Sway stuck in his head this morning, so uh. we allowed him to sing it today. I gave <sighs> him because really what's what is stuck in my head is oh you aching yup 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 yup. Balls are making you up, yup, yup, yup. I'm a big pig. Yup, yup. You could be a big pig too. Oi! Which is a very different. Very different. I think I'm just excited about Disney Plus. But my name is Jackie Zabrowski. I am Holden McNeely. I am Natalie Jean. And we've got, and Holden is just, I have, so we've been recording pretty much all week this week, and Holden is been bursting at the seams. To talk about how he went to Saturday Night Live this weekend. I need to, like, lay this down on this podcast so that I can, like, stop tr- talking about it and hopefully stop thinking about it. Like, I turned to Lexi last night, and I just said to her, I'm still in Saturday Night. Like, I'm still there, like, in my head, at, like, most of the time. You know what I mean? Of course, you had, you had, so, let's get, let's get this set up here. So, as everyone yeah. knows, we're all very good friends with Michael Che of Saturday Night Live. We've uh, all been friends with him for a very long time. And, mm-hmm. you know, you, when you're friends with someone like Che, who is one of the, he's the head writer of Saturday Night Live, as well as on... The weekly updates and all that. He's, we, he's an amazing. We could update these anchor. We could update these. I don't the watch three. it. Okay, I don't watch Saturday Night Live. <laughs> I, I just go ahead and say it. I don't watch it. And and for me, I grew up just obsessed with Saturday Night Live. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think both of you could speak toward 
uh, Henry and I, our our relationship, a lot of ways, uh, revolved around our love for Chris Farley. I mean, even yesterday, I was going navy beans, navy beans, navy beans. <laughs> <laughs> Me love sandwiches and grinders, hoagies and grinders. <laughs> and um, you know, I, 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 of course, I'd always fantasize about getting to see a show, uh, much less being able to like write for the show or be on the show. I mean, you know, it's just always been this important magical thing for me. Even as much as like you kind of, you know, there's certain elements like, like of course, I watched SNL way more when I was younger, and I think most people do because they're home more on a Saturday night at that time. Um, and yada, yada, yada. Uh, but still, it's always just been this uh, thing that I've definitely always wanted to at least experience just once. And so, like, uh, besides the fact that the host was Phoebe Waller-Bridge. Which is of Fleabag fame, if you guys yes. are not aware. Which, And if you're not aware, stop listening right now and yes. Fleabag. Please. And, and, um, and then the musical guest, of course, everyone knows I'm, I'm a, a T-Swift stan. So it was like... All of that at once. Okay, and then on top of that, um, my expectation all the way to the ground in terms of what this night might be, which wasn't even confirmed for me until like 2 o'clock that day. But I had had it. I was so scared to ask for tickets. Oh. Oh, yeah. I was freaking out. And I'm afraid to almost talk about it because I'm like, do not fucking, no one fucking, please don't hit up Che for tickets. Because uh, I was, and I was like physically shaking when I wrote that initial message. That's how much I was just worried about. I didn't want to like uh, come off like a dickhead or whatever, or annoy. I don't. It's not my style. I don't like annoying people. I don't like bugging people for things. Yada yada Wait, yada. Wait, but I thought most of your life was annoying. <laughs> okay, us. yeah. Really? Let me rephrase that. I like annoying people. I don't like annoying people by asking them. for Yes. Things. Okay. Very very very, I'd, very 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 very. I'd rather annoy people by just going. I don't that's very annoying. I think you've built your entire career on annoying people. <laughs> you know what I mean? And making other noises like. <laughs> <laughs> Immediately very annoying. <laughs> right? It just gets under your skin. You know? <laughs> I like the police. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just stuff like that, right? It's very annoying. Um, so, so yeah. So, anyways, it worked out. I won't get into too much details on that. And so I'm just like, okay. At the very least, we'll go to the show. At the very most, we would go to, like, the after-after party. I get to meet the people, yada, 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 right? But I don't know what's going to – I have no idea what to expect. First of all, we get in, and we are seated, and I'm like – you don't realize how small everything is and just how intricate everything is. And watching the machine that is SNL happen, it's just this – it's this wave of humans operating all these crazy machines and just working in this – Well, it's so this... much work to produce a live yeah. show every week. With with sets that they're putting up right in front of your face as the show's happening and movement that's going – like sets are being put up and dropped down. There's three different stage setups, essentially. We were seated – House left, which was right in front of the fucking Tay, Tay side, right in front of the Taylor Swift stage. They had that green piano set up with all the music sheets. More on that later. Could you smell her? Oh, no. I was I, always was one my question was, is what do they smell like? Because it's a it's a big attraction of how someone smells. And I was going to ask Che and Colin Joss like after the show when we were like hanging out in the dressing room having some whiskeys. But I was like. I don't want to come – I'm just trying to be so not a piece of shit right now because I literally was going to be like, what does Taylor Swift smell like? But then it was like, you know what I mean? And it is very creepy for a full-grown man <laughs> to ask that question. If she smelled like exactly. farts, would you still like her as much? Yes, I would like her more. Okay. Also <laughs> – Yeah, that's also, fair. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> also, 
Taylor Swift has a lot of weird stalker boys. I'm pretty sure I look like one of them. Of course you do. So I mean, you, aren't you one of them? I'm at, no, I am not one of her potential murderers. You do have Taylor a wife. Swift, I would yes. never. You do have a wife who's that. gorgeous yeah. and who treats you like gold for some reason. The wife is sort of the currency for I'm not a psycho, yes. right? Mm-hmm. That's a little bit of the like, hey, I have a sustained relationship. We're semi-normal. Either way, so in walks as we're sitting there, seated two rows in front of us, Anthony and Jonathan Van Ness, and I immediately <gasps> turned to Lexi. I'm just like, ah, like I was just what? like freaking out. JVN. And then I immediately, so Holden is texting me while this is happening. Uh, I was just like, are they kissing? What is happening? Have they touched each other? They were holding hands before the show started. Wait, are they and, dating? Uh, yeah. Yeah. What? Oh, yeah. And Gigi Hadid was next to them. They hold hands a lot, though, like in Just in life, just like, because they, they're, they're around each other yeah. a lot. But. Yeah. And they're very affectionate, and I love also, it. Also, I do want to say, like, to, to also, you know, I don't like to say that Holden is a great guy a lot. But he surprised <laughs> Lexi with this entire evening. Lexi, yes. his wife, who is just as huge of a fan of Phoebe Waller-Bridge and T-Sway as he is. Not as big of a fan as t- of T-Swift as me, well, unfortunately. Yeah, as she wants to murder me because literally every night I'm like, let's watch the videos from Saturday Night Again of Taylor Swift's performance. She's like, I can't do it anymore. <laughs> but it was very sweet that you did completely surprise her with this evening. Yes. Well, first of all, I if 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 uh there was if it was not going to happen, I only wanted one of us to be disappointed. But right. I will say no, she would have been really... disappointed because you would have complained about it for at least I two probably would have been it would have been the saddest date night ever because all I said was leave Saturday night open. And what's hilarious is I was like, she was like, what are we doing on Saturday night? Never mind. Surprise me. And then after a while of that, I was like, what do you think we're doing Saturday night? Do you have any guesses? And she was like, I think you and I, we're going to meet up with our friends Liz and Josh, and we're going to go have dinner and see the Joker. And I'm just like, that's the expectation when I say I'm going to surprise you? Well, that is a reflection of you, Holden, not Lexi. (laughs) I know! (laughs) I'm like, and in my head, and by the way, all week, because the potentiality for it happening started on Monday. It was like a tentative yes. All week, I'm sitting next to Lexi on the couch, and I'm just like, all I want to do is just be like, I, we might be doing it. You know what I mean? And I just can't. I held it so in. So instead, and I was, he did it to me. Yes. <laughs> I was obsessing cool. over the idea of this happening. And you know what? None of I, I, All of the obsession, all of the freaking out over it, completely 100% actually uh, I feel like was, um, you know, right on the money for what the night ended up being, which was like one of the most memorable nights I've had ever, which so the show's amazing. Phoebe Waller-Bridge kills it in the monologue. Go watch. Go watch. Her sketches are great. She Yeah, she killed it. I mean, she's ama- she's amazing. I, I want. But then that's the thing is that you got to see this is what I care about way more is that. Well, I don't mean to fast forward your story, but please. No, continue. no, no. Well, well, either way, yeah. So, so she she's doing amazing. I'm having the time of my life. Man, T Swift gets out there. Everyone screams, of course, right when she hits the stage, and she's being all fun about it. And then it gets so quiet, pin drop silence. And I'm just remembering my mind. I'm gonna get like emotional. I was like, remember this, like never forget this. And like having a moment like that is so amazing when you're in it and you're just like, this you will remember forever. You know. And ever and, and ever, ever and like, ah. and I, it, it was just so beautiful and her rendition of it. She wrote it because, or she played it like that because that's how she wrote it. She wrote that song 100% on her own in, on her piano in like a quiet moment. And she wanted to like re- re- reproduce that on stage. And so like, as like, 
to get to experience that as a fan of hers in a room that is so small. There are so few people in this room. And by the way, you know who else is in this room? I didn't even know who else was in this room until later. Steven Spielberg, Adam Sandler and his kids, who are super fans, which we'll talk about later. Which And then they ended up singing the song yes. the next day, which is so, so cute. cute. Yeah, and I watched that. Cute. It was so fucking cute. Uh, uh, Neil... Uh, uh, Ham- Hamilton, uh, 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 Manuel, Manuel. <laughs> Why am I fucking up the name? I was like, don't, don't fuck up any of the names because you're gonna have to say a bunch of names. Neil, Manuel, Miranda. I, is that Lynn? 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 Why did I think Neil? Neil? What's wrong with me? <laughs> Lynn, Manuel, Miranda. Lynn, Manuel, Miranda. I can't believe I said Neil. Like it's he's so not a Neil. Well, it's the Anyways. opposite of Lynn, so I get it. <laughs> Wow, it um, is. That's like a dyslexic version. Oh of my, Lynn. yeah, that's what he is. That you just have a, you just have a, a you have dyslexia. Yeah, totally, a hundred percent. Especially when I'm fangirling out over like this fucking crazy evening and all these. I think there was some other people. I was, like I said, we're surrounded by models. We were surrounded by just ludicrously hot models that were just going in and out of. I think we were right in front of like Lauren's booth, where all the super fancy people hang out. Uh, Lauren Michaels. So, anyways, show's amazing, and the one of the pages is just like, let us know when you're done, because we had the their their number, uh, and uh, they were waiting for us in the hallway. So as everyone's coming out, we get the special like, come with us, and they take us around the like bat this back maze and drop us off right in Che's like lounge dressing room to hang out and drink whiskey with the we he also Colin Jost fed us some of um Ron White's tequila uh and we were just have, hanging out ha- having throwing back some whiskeys a couple of other members of the cast came in just joking around having a great time I, and I was pretty proud of myself in that t- moment because I think maybe a decade two decades ago I would have just sat in the corner and not said a word but I was like you know what I just fucking I was without trying to you know interrupt too much or be too in the mix. I was talking, jo- making jokes. Well, yeah, I mean, you're, you're there's so, everyone's people, you know. Yeah, and everyone was so nice because you were like, uh, you know, yesterday or whatever. Jackie was like, you know, you have to spill the tea on page seven. And I want to preface uh, any tea. It was like so pot. Like everyone was so nice to us. And by the way, Che like barely knows Lexi. Like, and just everybody was just so fucking sweet. And um, we had a great time there. Then on our way, it was like we're all sitting there, and it's so funny how they're just so used to it. So they're like, so what do you guys want to go to the after party? And, of course, in my head, I'm just like, yeah, you want to go to the after party? You want to go to the after party? But, of course, I'm just like, yeah, well, you know. And they're all just like, I guess, like, at this point, it's just like habit. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? And just like kind of being like whatever. And then Chase turns to Lex, and I was like, you guys want to go to the after party? I'm just, And I'm just like, this is our big fucking night out, dude. So, yeah, we would love to go to the after party. And then before we get, leave, he takes us on a full tour of the set, takes us to the control room. We got the pic. I'll, I'll probably post the pic on Insta of, of us on the stage with Che. We got to, like, I got to pull. Okay, so if you saw the Lover performance, you saw that sheet music hanging and all around her. And that was the actual sheet music for Lover. And I got to pull one of the pieces of sheet music from the actual set and take it home as a keepsake, which is on our fridge right now. The, the, you are allowed to or you stole it? Yeah, no, no, no. I was like, <laughs> do, can I? I was like, can I? Like, do that you is not, that's not a hold and move, usually. <laughs> 
no, no, because we were with, and I was like, hey, can I grab one of these? And he was just like, oh, yeah, take whatever you want. Fuck it. Yeah. Wow. Because it was just kind of like all over the or place. Or you just got uh, him fired. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I <laughs> know. Ah, he's fine. He's ahead. He's I good. think it'd be fine. It was good. literally just like, oh, scrap shit. All that shit was probably just going to be thrown in the garbage. So you go to the after party. And, and so yeah, we go to the after party. Um, first of all, on our way out, we got to do the crazy ass thing where we walk out of Thirty Rock, and there's just like barriers with a shitload of people on each side going change it. Just these super fans waiting for people to like leave. And the same thing happened going into the after party. It was like the same barricaded off fan. You know, probably a lot of T Swift fans too. So we get in, we sit down, we're in a t- we're sitting at a table in between. On one side, it's like Lorne Michaels, Phoebe Waller-Bridge, all these like fancy, like the SNL people on one side. On the other side, you've got T-Swift's table. Like on, we're sandwiched in between. She's sitting and she's a little ways away. It was, there was like a little space. It's kind of hard to say, but just, like she was a little ways away and she was sitting, apparently, I guess, JVN, Anthony, all those guys were like at that table. Definitely Alwyn was at his, her man. And they and that was the only like maybe little bit of tea. Is he tall? Uh, yes, they were so tall and skinny, and they so were uh, up on it at one point, which is a lot of fun. But also at another point, T Swift went over to the Lorne Phoebe ta- table and was like, they were like fangirling over each other, and, and that was so fucking awesome to see. I never got to talk to T Swift, and I sat at the table and just we kicked it with Che. I, I, uh, and this is what you got to know: I was never going to approach anyone. Like in any way, you know what I mean? That is not my style. I cannot stand the thought of doing that. My thing is, if it happens, it happens, right? And at the end, Che did take us over to Phoebe Waller Bridge and said to her, "These mother, I've known these motherfuckers for ten years, and they didn't hit me up to come see a show until you." And Lexi just immediately was just like, "You're such a big inspiration to me, and women writers everywhere, and all this stuff." And Phoebe gave her this big hug, and it was like this beautiful moment. And I was like, just, just mouth agape i think t swift had left by the time but earlier like a like a 15 20 minutes earlier i went to go take a piss walked right by her i just that was the crazy i was she was inches just walked right by her and was like oh shit and that's just crazy you know and i didn't get to talk to her or anything but that's fine and then we went to the after after party which was just kind of a shit show we didn't stay super long but it was fun we were chilling cecily strong we were chilling with for a bit she was a lot of fun and we said our good nights and got out of there before we could make any kind of horrible mistake, which is yeah. only going to happen if At we stayed longer in the, the after-after party. Of after course, party. it's only going to be horrible mistakes. But you didn't make any horrible no, mistakes. No, you did good. Because I do think one of the things that you sort of like the unspoken rules, if you're in that kind of situation with those people, if you want to be accepted into that world, you can't walk up to people and just go, Yes. I I love you. I listen yes. to you songs. Yes, and like, it, it, like at least like with Lexi, where it's like it is the kind of time of night where she went up to her and was just like, "You're awesome," and I'd be like, "You're an inspiration," but and that's great. And then like in totally, and, out. and like I think that you know, Che and Che made it, yeah, yeah, yeah. Made it totally Che making cool. it happen because yeah, if you're around like mega people like that in a party, they're trying to fucking chill. They don't want they don't they want don't do anyone fangirling. But like I think right. the way that Che did it. Made Made it totally cool and probably was like made her happy more than annoyed that somebody was saying that you know just being she like, she she just seems like the best and it was such a magical evening and uh, I'll always remember it and I'm still on a high from it and um, you know I don't know I don't know what else to say other than uh, a giant thank you to uh, uh, the hospitality of Che and a giant. Uh, Thank you to everybody who we interacted with that night, who was so sweet and kind. All the NBC pages, the 
it was just such a fucking awesome time. Like, I have nothing I could say negative about anything that happened in my experience. Well, I think it's and, also one um, of those things that goes to show that sometimes you have to just bite the bullet. You didn't want to ask Che for this. And sometimes you gotta, you have to do it. Every once in a while, you have to be like, no, I'm gonna go outside of my comfort zone because mm-hmm. this is something that I would I would really like to do. There's something weird. It was announced, it was, the lineup was announced that those two were doing it, and I just, I, I just had this weird feeling that it could work out, and that usually doesn't happen. So That's awesome. Can I backtrack just a little... So wait, Javian and Anthony are dating? <laughs> yes. Oh yeah. Are they really? Are they actually dating? Because I thought it was all a joke. And I stuff. mean, it could definitely just be, you know, it could be social media hogwash. But the word on the street is that they are. Really? Yeah. Okay. Or if anything, they're at least, you know, having a snog bog and they're blanking. Who, who gives an H? Well, I hope it doesn't affect the positivity. Of queer I don't think that it will, <laughs> right? I hope not. Nah. And also, like like I said, I did see them like holding hands before the show, but I've also seen all of the queer eye guys like being that yeah. level of affectionate with each other and a well, on a Because they're very close. Way. So I mean yeah. it makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. And I mean, honestly, guy friends should fucking hold hands more often. I agree. And be more Holden. comfortable with that. You never hold my hand, Holden. I want I wanna hold ew, gross, but I, I will hold <laughs> I will Suck Henry's dick <laughs> next time I'm Aww, in town to show really how much cute. I love him that's, that's as a friend. I'm sure that uh, I'm definitely I'm sure he's down with it, but I know who's not sucking whose dick. What? And that is Henry Winkler and Tom <laughs> Hanks, and they are not. They don't have either one of their penises anywhere near either one of their mouths because they don't like each other. They have been feuding since 1989 and it has finally been corroborated by Henry Winkler on Watch What Happens Live. He admitted it. He admitted they don't like each other. And it kind of, in my head, it's like, oh, that hurts my soul because I love Henry Winkler and I love Tom Hanks. And then, like, the more that I've brought this story up to other people, that the word on the street is that Tom Hanks is actually not that great of a guy. I, I mean, he's not doing like, he's not like no, he's doing not like lines no, of coke a, off of thirteen year olds or anything. No, 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 no. I mean, at this point, I would, you know, I'm not gonna put past anything past the umpire. You're not putting anything past the umpire. That's a phrase, right? Oh. <laughs> Are we playing? What's the baseball? Like baseball life? Are we baseball at, game? Are we at sports? Are we, I don't is know. this a sports? <laughs> Yeah, I won't put it past the umpire either, I guess. But fly ball, nor uh, a shortstop. No crying in baseball. No crying in baseball <laughs> won't do it. So apparently it all started on the set of Turner and Hooch, Disney's 1989 dog flick, because Henry Winkler was supposed to direct it, and he was directing it, and Tom Hanks got him fired. So he walked into, he was called into the producer's office after shooting for 13 days. And the producer, Jeff Katzenberg, said, you have everything with you? Go home. And so I apparently on Watch What Happens Live, they were trying to get more tea out of him. And all Henry Winkler would say, because he's awesome, just said, I got along great, great with that dog. I love that dog. Oh. Talking about Hooch. Classy feud right there. It is classy um, feud. I'm looking at his credits for, as director on IMDb. He does not have a ton. He did Cop and a Half in 1993. I loved Cop and a Half. 
He directed that. Have you ever Wait. seen Cop and a Half? <laughs> but that sounds like almost the same thing as Turner and Hooch, is it? Yeah, but the yeah, half is a kid. He's a kid. He's a little boy. Wow, Sorry. that he has a very small genre that he. Yeah. <laughs> but he's That's very so weird. good at it. Wow. Yeah, he directed a couple uh, episodes of Clueless, the TV show. Also, Cop and a Half came after Turner and Hooch just a few years. So I think it was maybe his, like, I'm going to get back at those fuckers by making a better, weird, buddy cop movie than they made, which, of course, I think Turner and Hooch probably a little bit more successful. How dare you? Cop and a Half was great. (laughs) Uh, With Tom Hanks, I really like to imagine. That because he has the two sons, right, and he's got the Colin Hanks kid, who's basically just a, a younger version he's of just his, Tom Hanks, his outside persona. But then he's got the other son, the who's bad like one, had a bunch of drug problems, is trying to do rap, and, and has a bunch of, of like squiggly tattoos everywhere. And I'd like to think those are the two sides of Tom Hanks. That like mm. you see this persona, but then like he likes to get real weird. Whenever, like so that. that might be like a thing, like where he and Henry 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 Winkler saw that side of him, and then he had to get him destroyed. Oh, yeah, actually, they have four children. Which that's what other kids do they have? Um, they also have Elizabeth Ann Hanks. There's Truman Theodore Hanks, and I believe Truman. that's is that the oh the yeah that might one? be that might be the rapper kid. Not that rappers are bad, but I know that he was in. I know that like Tom Hanks had the son that he was trying to distance himself from, essentially. Ah, and then there's Chet Chet Hanks. He runs a pumpkin farm in (laughs) Wiscaloosa. No, 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 no. This the first one of the first things is. Oh yeah, no. Chet Hanks says he'd be dead or in jail if he didn't get. Was it? (laughs) If he didn't get sober for his daughter. Gotcha. Sorry to laugh. I'm sorry to laugh at that. It just was very, it was very extreme. Oh, he's in Bratz the movie. Oh, cool. Um, it's I just don't <laughs> think if you're Tom Hanks' son, you can be a rapper. I just you can't. There's what are you rapping it's about? Hard. It's a hard sell. It is. I mean, it's my dad is like, beloved by everyone, and that's got. But he doesn't pay attention to me. Typewriter and Rita Wilson is just so beautiful. But you know they're talking they're talking Oscar talks for him and and Mr. Rogers so I'll I will see the hell out of it. I'm still going to see it. I'm still going to I'm sure going to love it. He's still yeah. beloved by me. Sure. By the way, I would also pay big big money for uh Henry Winkler and Tom Hanks's buddy cop film today. Old cops getting back into the business, and we just force them to work together because you know it'll make magic if they actually hate each other. I mean, I'd watch it. I definitely, I, I, I'm gonna go see the. I mean, I'm gonna see the Irishman when it comes on Netflix too. So, I am. I'm disturbed that they did that much de aging uh, makeup on De Niro for the Irishman because I didn't realize when I was watching it. I was like. Wow, De Niro Why looks, does he look he lo- so he different? Looks he looks like he's like keeping it tight. And then they're like, oh no, that is <laughs> millions, millions of dollars. Millions of dollars of the <laughs> de-aging process. You know what I want? I want somebody to give me a big old baby head. They can. In the movie. Yeah, of yeah, course they can. Full baby head. Just a goo, a geek. You know what I mean? a on them. Do you want them to de-age you to your baby face or my real baby head yeah yeah my it'll be the the size of my actual head but it'll just be the baby head version of me fully acting you know and it'll be about I how like the i phrase baby head can you say like like the the face i had when i was a baby it'll be called baby head saves christmas <laughs> and it'll be about how christmas christmas is being destroyed by fucking by older you terrorists. <laughs> yeah. actually that would i think that would make a lot of sense if older you wanted to destroy christmas <laughs> 
Oh, I'd watch it. Ew, wait, wait, would you speak Thank the way you. you do now, or would you have baby head talk? Um, I I think I talk like this. Oh, looks like it's a job for baby head. Oh, I don't know. I don't like it. I'm not okay with it. I'm upset. I get my power from a giant breast that lives in my house. Oh, baby <laughs> Oh, head. my God. It'll be just like, what is that? The sack? The sack over the dinosaur man? The one that huffs. He huffs? Huh? In Mar- Mario Brothers. What? The sack. Huffs? Oh, Kirby? Kirby? The sack that huffs? <laughs> um, what's his name in Mario Brothers? The movie. <laughs> oh, the oh, movie? Oh, the movie oh. is not... Yoshi? Uh, the movie uh, is uh, not accurate to the storyline. Also, while Jackie looks this up, Jackie, will you be my, the talking breast? And Natalie, will you be Santa Claus in my baby fa- baby head movie? Of course. Yeah, and thank you for not making me the breast. Oh, no, milk with milk. <laughs> Plus, how can you compete with that? I mean, come on. Oh, won't you come on down to my nipple holes, baby head? Okay, Santa, can I go to the nipple hole for, for my breast breast milk? Oh, oh, you certainly can, baby olden, but you're going to hell. Oh, oh. <laughs> what, me worry? Red, red wine goes in my mouth And it makes me the one to untuck that shirt But with the untuck it, you ain't even gotta wine effort your way into untucking Cause they make shirts specifically designed to be worn untucked I don't live a buttoned up life I live an easy breezy to go with my hot and sleazy lifestyle. And Untuck It is the OG untucked shirt with no tailoring required. Now I usually stray from buttoned up shirts because me bristies are bulgy and they always fit weird on the bottom and hug and kiss on my belly flub, but not with Untuck It. No matter your size or your shape, their shirts are the perfect untucked length. And they have classy lassie shirt dresses that are all their rage. And I got mine in white leopard print. And I feel like a snow leopard on the prowl of a rich man's sexy brunch. Also, although I am breasty bulgy, I'm also petite torsoed. It's terrible. My life is terrible. And Untuck It ends perfectly right at where the waist of my pants are. It's just long enough. And with more than 50 fit combos, Untucket shirts look great on tall, short, slim, and athletic guys. I ended up grabbing a hunter green Henley for my goth daddy, and oh lord, does it fit every crevasse of his muscles just right. I keep begging him to chop down a tree, Mr. Lumberjack, but he doesn't like it when I do this. Did I mention I point at my noonies when I'm saying that? Whether he's cutting down a noonie tree or wearing it under a blazer roo, this Henley is the classiest, sexiest Henley I've seen since dawn. Try it on in person at one of Untucket's 50 stores or go to untucket.com to get started. They even offer free shipping and returns on all orders in the U.S. You can save 20% on your first order by using my code PAGE7 at checkout. That's untucket.com, promo code PAGE7. Mazi, I need your designing. Got to have your help with my room. Mazi, I need 
are designing. I stink at doing it all by myself. We would all love to have an interior designer and a personal chef that used every cheese under the sun and a pool person named Rocco that said my eyes reminded him of the streams of El Salvador. Keep wishing, Jackie. Your eyes are forever poo-poo brown. Monty.com is the revolutionary online interior home design service that starts at just $69. You hear that, Rocco? Ain't no eye streams over here, but man, I got a rock solid $69. That is a fraction of a fraction of a fraction of the cost of hiring an interior designer and so much easier. And you don't have to worry about someone yammering at you while they put their hands all over your busts. That is, the many sculptures I have etched out of rock of my likeness. Just take a few photos and measurements of your space, furniture and all, take their style quiz, and the Modsy designers create two custom design plans for you. The fact that the designers at Modsy came back at me with two very different custom design plans hurt my brain in a great way. Like in a hallucinogenic way versus a lobotomy way. They gave me two designs that were at the opposite ends of my fun spectrum. And I tell ya, I finally understood how Joseph felt when he slapped on that Technicolor dream coat. I saw my feelings via the furniture, man. Monty's groundbreaking 3D technology lets you see different layouts and tour your virtual space. I felt like I was on Fixer Upper and I could almost smell the light scent of rosemary and vanilla coming from JoJo's neck. With their price matching guarantee and exclusive savings, you can shop all the beautiful furniture in your Monty designs at once from one easy checkout. And, 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 and never fear for those of you that have to visualize a room before saying yes to the dress, er, you get unlimited revisions. Plus, Modsy guarantees you land on the design you love or your money back. That is completely what sold this picky Nikki over here on Modsy. I wasn't scared to say what I wanted, and it only took me years of therapy to be able to say that. This month only, when our listeners go to modsy.com, start a design project, and use code 7, you will get 20% off. That's 20% off for our listeners at modsy.com, code 7. M-O-D-S-Y.com, code 7. I was talking about Dennis Hopper, and I was uh, thinking yeah. of Dennis Hopper in blue velvet when he had his huffer pouch. His huffer pouch. Did you see Lynch is releasing like a bunch of like lost footage from Blue Velvet? No. No. Yeah, like uh, I just saw, maybe it's fucking some bu- Facebook bullshit, but I was just scrolling. I was like, oh shit. Like these releasing like a bunch of extra. That movie still stuff. gets me to my core. I love it. I love, I love anything he does really. Um, yeah. Wait, Jackie, can I just go back? Did you just confuse <laughs> <laughs> Blue Velvet with Super Mario? I thought that he also had a hopper pouch. I thought he had a hopper pouch in Super Mario Brothers too. But I know that he had his like dino hair. But I but remember the, he had that big sack inside of a room that was like that was gross and pulsating. <laughs> you know what? I think you've actually seen that movie more than me. Because your memory of it is like weirdly, you have any of memories of that movie? You don't remember ever? it at all. I mean, I remember they had those weird jump boots. I remember Yoshi is a Velociraptor. I remember that. I remember some facts behind it that um uh, uh I know that the two main characters, what's their names? Um, Mario, Mario and Luigi. 
Yeah, the actors. Uh, 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 John Leguizamo and Bob Hoskins. Yeah, they were hammered the whole movie yeah. because they knew they were in a disaster of a movie, so they were just getting trashed the whole time. Um, yeah, I know some stuff like that, and I'm sure Hopper was doing so much blow. My problem is, I think about this movie at least four times a week. I think that wow. I need to start watching it more. I don't know why. I remember little harmonica with the little the little creature. I don't know anything about video games, and for some reason, I um, it's a it's a weird movie, and I, I remember it seeing it in the theater as I was, a kid. I, I was and I was to, so disappointed. Have you guys ever seen the movie <laughs> Stay Tuned? Oh yeah. I was trying oh, to explain yeah. this movie to Jeff the other night. He's like, what the hell are you talking about? I was like, yeah, John Ritter, they get sucked into the TV, and then they yes. got the evil, um, they have the evil yes. Reigns world. Yeah, in it, and uh, yeah which is so fun. Scared the fuck out of me as a kid. Oh, and they do like yeah. a, um, they do a Three's Company uh, yeah. meta thing in it. Yes, and I was like, so I want to include that in our, are you guys trying to keep, are you, are, um, Natalie, are you still doing the, one horror movie a day for yeah. October because we've been pretty much keeping up with it, and I think Stay Tuned can be involved in that. <laughs> I think that it's pretty scary. I would definitely want to watch that again. Good call, Jackie. What have you guys seen so far? Highlights, lowlights? Highlights. I want. I just want to highly recommend. Like I do. I think I do it every year, but it is now on Hulu. Halloween Three: Season of the mm. Witch. <laughs> if you just take out the idea that it is not one of the Halloween. Halloween 3 Season of the Witch is great. It is about masks that turn children's head into snakes and bugs. It's great. Yeah, it's it's very fun to watch. Three um, more days till Halloween, Halloween, Halloween. Three more days till Halloween. Silver Shamrock. Oh, that's what it was. Silver Shamrock. It's great. It's on Hulu. <laughs> What's the Shy Shamrock? It's Silver a, Shamrock. It's it, all. It's the Irish are evil, and they're coming back to kill kids as sacrifices. Uh, the initial premise, I think, what I heard is that Halloween was originally going to be just different Halloween based. Tales, yes. But then mm. after Halloween three came out, they're like, let's just go back to the other one. Everyone likes regular Halloween, yeah. Um, <laughs> but that guy, the lead guy in it, he's sort of like a horror icon. He, he grosses is, me out so he much. He is a thousand in that, and then he starts immediately bonking on that young. And I, I love my favorite part about that is, uh, they they go to try to save the fact, like the town from the factory or whatever, and um. She just happens to bring lacy, sexy, sexy lingerie with her. Underwear. And then he turns around and it's just like, they're supposed to be gone for the afternoon. Uh-huh. And what she has in her bag is sexy Full lingerie. Full Victoria's Secret layout. Because she knew how much she wanted to fuck that old man with oh, the bad skin. Um, I mean, come on. I mean, tons of ladies out there uh, fantasize about having sex with a way too old man, right? Yeah, sure. it's called having daddy issues. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I've, especially with Righteous Gemstones, my problem with John Goodman, he's been looking oh very good man as of late. And he it's scary. crushes it in that, too. He's so fucking good. I'm all caught up, by the way. Uh, we were watching it last night, and it's just... Wonderful, and I love everything Danny McBride does, essentially. And Walton Goggins, um, also a little and old Walton three, but you know what? I started watching The Unicorn on CBS, too. I mostly am watching The Unicorn because I keep accidentally paying for CBS All Access. <laughs> and uh, I've got it because of Love Island. get your money's worth. And I keep paying for it, and I keep forgetting. I was like, well, I have to watch something. I don't give a fuck about CBS. And then The Unicorn came on. It's good. So, Jackie, um, you got to see Walton Goggins' penis. What do you think? 
You know, it was flaccid. You say it like I saw it in person. I saw it in Righteous Gemstones. <laughs> oh, it's flaccid penis, isn't it? Oh, I thought it was that time you disguised yourself as a pair of pants in that dress. I am pants. He's <laughs> like, well, I guess she's pants. She keeps saying, I am pants. I am pants. I am pants. Yeah, and then he and then he put him, I mean, he just like, I'm not gonna, that's disgusting. I mean, my, in my head, <laughs> on my arms, I like cut slits in my skin so that you can wear my arms oh, like, like pants. Al, like Hellraiser. Yes, like Hellraiser. I'm sorry, we're watching too many scary movies. <laughs> and that's all that's in my brain. And now I brought I'm it up, I asked. My, my weird nightmares. I asked, any low lights? Any low lights? Or, or a highlight from you, Natalie, from the, from the nine been, uh, straight days. We've been sort of straying towards uh, just like old, maybe not great movies. But it's been really fun because we watched some of the Saws. We watched mm. the original um, Child's Play, which is a lot more mm. fun than I remembered it because a it lot of is. the sequels are kind of sucky. But um, the first one's really <laughs> weird and, and fun. And they did a lot of good work with the puppetry and everything in it, honestly. They did a really good job. And also, you guys, I really do highly recommend the reboot. I think that you will enjoy it. I mean, I'm, I, I like Abby Plaza. I think she's cool. Yes. Mm-hmm. Same. And I did see the Joker over the weekend, and I don't really feel like getting into seeing the Joker. Um, I thought that Joaquin Phoenix, he's just so thin. And this is my problem, is I felt like I was becoming my mother. And they just kept doing these things where, like, he would stretch without a shirt on. I just kept looking at Jeff being like, he's so thin. Oh, he's so slender. I know he's so slender. I know that it's, like, part of it. But in my head, apparently Joaquin Phoenix wanted to gain a lot of weight for it. And they asked him to go the other way. Gain weight. I think skinny makes more sense to me. It does, but I yeah. thought it would also would have been a lot more fun if he had been really, like, had let himself go. Right. Yeah, then he could have had a bunch of chicken tenders. and. I love watching a man eat chicken tenders. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember that. I remember when I asked you what your five lusts are, yeah. and you named man-eating chicken tenders <laughs> as one of them. That, and it sounds like a chicken tender that eats men, but I'm also very <laughs> oh, into that. That's number two. Yeah. That was your second one, yeah. That was your second one. Weird that you had two uh, chicken tender-related lusts out of only just five. That was really kind of wild. <laughs> I love a tendy. I love anything you can dip. If you can dip it, I like to eat it. A chip, a carrot, mm-hmm. a celery. <laughs> yes, all of these things you can dip. I'll what does this podcast become? Yeah, what else can you dip? <laughs> what else? You, you, can, you can dip virtually anything. I've dipped, pizza chips, I've, I've, a toe. I love to dip pizza into a dip. I, you can't. Well, you can dip a toe. Oh yeah, right. I've dipped a sandwich into a dip because that's I'm a French dip head. I definitely dip a burger in that pile of ketchup, dude. Before oh, I take God, a chomper a chump, out of it. Chup lover, I'm anti-chup. You know I'm anti-chup, and I hate when you bring it up. And other things that I think that people hate when it is brought up is, um, <laughs> what? Do you not have an answer? I well, I, it's just like it was a hard, it was a difficult <laughs> transition. I was trying to get back to the, the feuding, the feuding that we we're talking about because Elton ah. John just released or is about to release his new memoir, and he's got a lot of shade in it. So I've been seeing this. I had to click on it eventually. It's just the headlines were everywhere. If you read any kind of celebrity gossip, everywhere it said, Elton John says he saw Queen Elizabeth playfully slap her nephew at a party while saying, I am the queen. And so, of course, I had to read this. I had to She was like kidding and she had told her nephew to do something and he wasn't doing it. So she like slapped him around as a joke and then like winked at Elton John. 
In my head, I thought I was going to read an article of like Queen Elizabeth hits children for play. You know what I mean? You can just spin it that way. Yeah, no, you could definitely. That's what all the headlines were doing. But what I also found very interesting is that this article immediately started talking about this time that Elton John, which now I have to buy the book, it comes out October 15th, that he, in Elton John was writing about the story of a dinner party that Richard Gere and Sylvester Stallone were at, and also Princess Diana was there. Aww. And they were both warring over Princess Diana's affection. Now, I had heard that this is part of the reason why, quote-unquote, Sylvester Stallone came up with the whole Richard Gere puts hamsters up his butt thing. So he created this rumor, and it's because Sylvester Stallone and Richard Gere have had this feud for a long time, and it actually all started with the movie Lords of Flatbush that they were both on, and... um, it was like it's just this story of them both going back and forth where they they didn't want to be in the movie together and Richard Gere I guess was eating chicken in the back seat of a car and Sylvester Sloan's like, You better get that chicken away from me, you're gonna get mustard all over me because it was mustard He's all over. He's eating the a chicken. big hot dog, by the way, Sylvester Sloan. Sylvester Sloan's eating a hot dog. He's eating chicken covered in mustard. And he's like, you're going to get it all over my pants. you got to get it out of the back of the car. You're going to get the mustard all over my pants. And lo and behold, Richard Gere gets mustard all over his pants. <laughs> he immediately takes a bite. What does it say? He's like, don't worry about it. And I said, if it gets on my pants, you're going to know about it. He proceeds to bite into the chicken, and a small greasy river of mustard lands on my thigh. <laughs> By the way. I love how specifically he says pants, and, and it exactly hit his pants. Like, if he said, you know, on me at all, but he was just like, specifically my pants, and it just seems like he somehow <laughs> figured out a way to purposely squirt mustard directly all onto his over pants. his pants. <laughs> <laughs> and then he elbowed him in the head. I elbowed him in the side of the head and basically pushed him out of the car. The director had to make a choice. One of us had to go. One of us had to stay. This is tough for you, Jackie, because one person loves his mustard and the other person loves his hot dog. Who are we siding with in this situation? You know, I mean, I this is this is difficult, and I, I feel like this is going to push people away from me. I'm all Sylvester. <laughs> I'm number one sly, baby. <laughs> I love Sylvester Stallone. I would want to kiss him. I want him to be my father. I want him to be my brother. And I love his inter. I love his relationship with his mother, and I follow both of them closely on social media and I love how much he loves his wife and he loves his kids and it just makes me I've always loved I've always had a thing for Sylvester Stallone Mm. I uh, would love if we could make a short film reenacting this scene oh yeah but who are we gonna get to play them I think you should uh, be sly. You just did a fantastic. You think I can play him? Yeah. And who's gear? I'm not gear. No. I mean, I'll do it. You All right. Do it. it doesn't have to be that resounding of a no. <laughs> Fine. Natalie will do it. I'll, I'll give notes. Yeah, but I don't want to elbow notes. you in the head. I'm a, I'll do the stunts. Yeah. Yeah. She's we'll a fan. Perfect. Yeah. Okay. We'll, right, we'll figure it out. I'm into that. <laughs> I'm just going to be the Joker for no reason in the front of the car. <laughs> yeah, you're driving. You're like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, society did this to me. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm the victim. Yeah, <laughs> he's the victim. He's the victim. <laughs> I can't get laid, and it's your fault. <laughs> I really, I will say that I went into the Joker being like, why is everyone just like so upset about this? All right. And I watched it, and I was like, oh, yeah. 
Okay, I get it. No, I get why people. I was like, oh no, it's a great movie. I don't know anything about like, the, you know, with the bat. Like Jeff explained to me, you know, the whole like like where it came from from the comics, everything. And I enjoyed the jump, but yes, they did make it a little bit. It's like no, I just I'd rather I don't want to feel bad for the Joker. It does. Uh, I, I told but Joaquin you, Phoenix is very good. If it course. wasn't about the Joker, totally. If it was just about a dude that loved chaos, I would be like, all right. I think I would see it if it wasn't called Joker. But I, it makes me furious. <laughs> Um, but it also uh, brought to mind an, another so movie slender. you can watch for um, Halloween that has a very similar plot line called Strangeland from, <laughs> I don't know, 2000 maybe? Which is a- Wait, wait, similar, pl- similar plot line to the Joker or similar plot line to the uh, mustard ch- uh, turkey uh, hot dog? It depends on how you look at it. I think it could be either. <laughs> but uh, there is, <laughs> it is a D. Snyder joint of Twisted Sister. Mm. He wrote it mm-hmm. and stars in it. And uh, it also depicts a really douchey uh, serial killer with a tattoo on his face who mid-movie gets caught and then they put him on medication and then he feels sorry for his crimes and he covers his tattoo face with makeup every day. But then the mean people don't like that he's out so they drag him into the street and they beat him up and he can't get to his medication. And so then he starts to kill again, and, and it's he their has fault to do it. Mm-hmm. Then, yeah, <laughs> it's their fault. He kidnaps teenage girls. Oh, I didn't realize his name is Captain Howdy in it, like the yeah, Exorcist. Like the yeah, I. The, so Natalie brought this up to me yesterday. I was like, "That sounds rock and roll. I'll watch the hell out of that." And I <laughs> looked it up, and the cover of it. Holden, have you looked it up? Because I remember looking at this. So it came out in 1998. I remember the cover of this. And I always was scared. It was because I'd watched The Dentist mm-hmm. too often. And I was very scared of mouth oh, I Yeah, it's one of my scare, most scared things. And so on the cover of the VHS, it is Linda Cardellini with her mouth sewed shut. Which is why I never watched this movie. Because I was always scared of mouth things. It's definitely torture porny. But mm. it's so corny that I think you could watch it. Also, it has a 6% on Rotten Tomatoes. 6%. Not that we should listen to that because Clifford, <laughs> yeah, whatever. loved yeah. Clifford, only has 8%. True. So you can go F. I never saw this movie because I we- was weirdly way too affected by the movie Seven when I watched it. And it like I couldn't sleep for weeks, and like it, I think I was also it aligned with me going through a, like a really weird bout of depression that just sort of was perfectly timed. But I just associated it with the movie Seven. So anything that looked like the movie Seven, like Nine Millimeter, right. the Nick Ch- Cage movie, this movie, also the trailer, I saw it, and I was just like, that looks a little too much like the movie that completely fucked me, it scrambled my brain like a couple of eggs for a couple totally. of weeks for for yeah. Seven <laughs> so probably holds like, up a little bit. Better yeah. it is than what's in the box? What's in what's the, the box? box? Yeah, seven's fucking scary. It's it's legit. Seven's legit. I don't I don't fuck with seven. Like I don't, it, it fucks me up. Uh, Strange Land is sort of like a new metal version of. I mean, you know, I love my new metal. I know, you I know. know. I'm in the wrong. I'm in the wrong you, place. You got to be caught me a new metal. Yeah, no, I'm in. That's why everything you've said about it, and I love it because since you started talking to me about this yesterday, you're saying it as if like, why would you ever watch this? And I was like, but everything you say <laughs> makes me want to watch it even no, more. No, definitely check it out, especially now that it's aged. It won't be very upsetting, probably. Unlike the movie Scream, which I do watch every year, and it always surprises me how much Scream still 
gets to me. It is still very creepy. Mm-hmm. I still want to kiss on almost every single cast member in the Ooh, movie. Rose McGowan. But what I had no idea is that the scream house that that Sydney lives in, that there's the party mm-hmm. at at the end of it, right? That's yeah, that is Sydney's house. And no, it's not Sydney's no, house. No, it's that's uh, Sydney's house. Whose house is that? That's actually um, what's his name's house? Jamie Kennedy's house. I think it might be one of the boys' houses. Oh, you know? uh, okay. Because Jamie Kennedy has everybody over, and if you remember, everybody leaves, and he's still on the couch watching. That's right. The movie. That's right. I'll be right back. Whoa. And Stu. Yeah. Stu is just such. No one wants. I mean, I. I don't. I never kissed a Stu before. I guess Natalie, you have because Henry has played mm-hmm. Stu. You can't kiss a Stu now because your brother's been one. Yeah, you're right. Mm-hmm. So that takes Stu and takes Henry off the list. And mm-hmm. Henry off there. Uh, yeah. But they, every year they do a Halloween party at that house. And that's got to be terrifying. They charge $200 a person, and you have to be 21 years uh, and up, and you must wear a costume, and you must show up in costume. And there's just something about that where it's like, I, I've seen the movie too many times. I don't think I could party in that house. I don't trust it. I don't I'd trust be ready them. to die. I don't trust the people in the house. Mm-mm. I feel like it's a trick. To me, what's even better is that they still rent it out. So this is the last time they're doing it, mm-hmm. but they still rent it out for weddings. Yeah. And I think that would be way better. I don't know if they're, they're not scream-themed weddings, so right? It's just people who don't know the house is a scream house? They could be. I mean, how amazing would that be to, like, run down the aisle holding a knife wearing the with, ghost? With the ring like, on the end fun. of the knife? <laughs> I, I seriously, and I would have, like, a big doll stuck in the garage door with the ha- with the face all smushed. Um. Well, now we have your wedding planned, Al Jackie. Oh, my God, I'm already. Is there a good horror movie that's centered around a wedding? There must be. I woke up from a drunken uh, night with a note in my phone that just said, horror movie set at a music festival. I was in one called Punk Rock Holocaust. Oh, really? That takes place on Warped Tour. Oh, wow. Well, never mind. That's it. I mean, that's That's way ahead. That's it. But now I want to see Punk Rock Holocaust. Yeah, is it? I mean, what do you think? Well, our friend uh, Doug Sackman, um, it's his creation. He did three of them. I'm in the third one. It never came out fully. It's just been in chunks. Oh. But um, it's all, basically, it was a blast. I got to go on Warped Tour for like a summer and a half where Fuck we basically yeah. play two, he and I play two killers and we kill a bunch of bands. Um, so the bands have to like volunteer, but it's like all the bands who are on Warped Tour. Did you kill he- Head P.E.? Did you kill them? No. Whoa. Wait, was it Seven Dust? <laughs> Oh, no. <laughs> guys, guys, Warped Tour is a little bit better than that. How dare <laughs> what, what Seven Dust is great. I, uh, 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 but I got to I got to kill one of my favorite <laughs> punk bands against me, and that was- Awesome! Yeah, that was, like, really a- fun. Yeah. Yeah. Or, well, now we got to find the chunks. Where the chunks are? I know. I keep telling no. Doug we need to finish releasing all of it, because he, he put the other two out as full features, and then just- we never finished producing the final one. Well, now I want to watch it by the end of Halloween. All right, so I'll tell get him. Get him on it. <laughs> Are you scared to go outside? Scared because you're so fashionable that people might see you and drop dead in the streets? Must be the season of Stitch Fix, yeah. Must be the season of Stitch Fix. Ooh, Donovan, that voice of yours can still spook me right out of my Stitch Fix clothes, Ochre. 
Stitch Fix is an online personal styling service that delivers your favorite clothing, shoes, and accessories directly to you. Now, if Diamond is singing you right out of your clothes, you'll want to look good while you're slithering out of them. Stitch Fix has the brands you know and love, plus exclusive styles you won't find elsewhere. You won't have to put in a stitch. The rabbits hopefully won't be running in the ditch. Oh, yeah. It must be the season of Stitch Fix. Yeah. Because after completing your style profile, your expert personal stylist will send you a hand-picked box of items based on your style and preferences. They even have men's and kids' boxes, too. Be what you want to be, Sunshine Superman. The only fashion kryptonite we can find with Stitch Fix is taking off that cape of yours and pretending like it doesn't go with your high-waisted trousers that your stylists know look good on you. With no subscription required, pick between automatic shipments or only getting new pieces on demand. Stitch Fix hooked me up during my wedding seasons. And in between when my closet was so full that it was burping up gravy, it was so easy to slap a hold on my box sending. Shipping exchanges and returns are always free. And plus, the $20 styling fees automatically apply towards anything you keep from your box. You hear that, Donovan? Anything from my Stitch Fix box you like, I encourage you you to keep. Wink, wink. Ugh, Jackie, you are sex assassin at a ghost. Discover new styles and find unique pieces with Stitch Fix. Get started today at stitchfix.com slash page seven and get an extra 25% off when you keep everything in your box. That's stitchfix.com slash page seven. Stitchfix.com slash page seven. Some where I need a toothbrush and I use Quip. There's a brush that I clean with once in the morning and once at night. Somewhere I need a toothbrush mounted on my mirror. I never have to search for my toothbrush because I trust my teeth with quip. I'm gonna be honest. As I used to be an alcoholic, I always somehow remembered to brush my teeth at night, but I couldn't always find my toothbrush in the morning. I can't be the only one with that problem. I found it stuck in a candle once, but at least I didn't burn down the house or forget to brush. Quip's multi-use cover is a lifesaver and a lion saver because if I was adventuring with the cowardly lion, the last thing he needs is to also be scared of my morning breath. The cover works as a stand, mounts to mirrors, and slides over your bristles to pack and protect your Quip on the go. Quip's built-in two-minute timer pulses every 30 seconds to remind you when to switch sides and help you to clean your whole mouth evenly. So many of us don't brush long enough. Brushing properly is the yellow brick road of living a longer and healthier mouth life. Link up arms with that rusted pile of cans because it's time to juice them up and dance them down till he ain't squeaky no more and just has a beautiful tin smile for days. And Quip uses sensitive sonic vibrations for an effective clean that's gentle on your sensitive gums. I bet old Mr. Scarecrow wouldn't bat an eye if you shoved your Quip up his armholes to tickle his hay nethers. 
Stop horsing around. Get that quip out of them holes and into your face hole. We've got wizarding to do. You're a wizard, Dorothy. People brush too hard, and some electric toothbrushes are too abrasive. I can't handle a hard toothbrush because I got crybaby gums, and I eat too many chips, and the chips make little cuts on my tongue. Quip never ruffles my chip cut's feathers to make my tongue angry. That's why I love Quip, and why it's perfect for getting back into a routine. Quip starts at just $25, and if you go to getquip.com page 7 right now, you can get your first refill pack for free. That's your first refill pack free at getquip.com slash page seven and other things that aren't going to be done by halloween that is going to be this dispute that is between wedding planner and beyonce that claims that daughter blue ivy is a cultural icon so there's been a dispute since essentially since blue ivy was born in 2012 and beyonce has been battling veronica morales who has her own wedding event company, and it's called Blue Ivy, and um, she's trying to trademark the name Blue Ivy Carter, and this woman won't allow her because it's the name of her company that she started in 2009. Now Beyonce is claiming that Blue Ivy Carter is a cultural icon and therefore needs to have her name trademarked, but... um. She's a child. She's obviously, a child. I obviously love Beyonce. Obviously. Me too. We're humans. We're alive. Yes. We love Beyonce. Yes. I'm rooting for this woman, honestly. Like, <laughs> a little fucking, bit. This is her business. She had it first. Yeah. yeah. And Beyonce's response was that the woman's company is a small business with just three regional offices and a just handful th- of employees. Three. She's got three offices. offices. It's and me. that her daughter is a cultural icon and therefore above her company. Right. And that sucks. It makes me think of um, in Australia when we were there, we saw this chain of uh, fast food restaurants called Hungry Jack's. And we were like, this looks, this is exactly the Burger King logo. It's so weird. <laughs> and then we looked and it was because when Burger King came to Australia, there was a tiny restaurant called Burger King already in Australia and the guy was like Uh. no you can't have this and he got they went to like court and fought and he won he got to keep his name so they had to change all Burger Kings in Australia to be called Hungry Jack and I was like yeah get him you get that Burger King I mean you got especially with a huge company like Burger King you want the little man to win every once in a while yeah oh yeah and 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 I also it should also be mentioned and that it said in this article that Blue Ivy Events has been named one of the top wedding planning businesses in the country by Brides Magazine and The Knot. This is not a bullshitty tiny ass like business. This is like a real. I, I just think that, and even if it was a small business, I'd be rooting for yeah. them. But it's like this this they they've proven themselves. Yeah, I think this company totally. is being a, a you know. A legitimate uh, franchise or whatever you want to call it. Beyonce does a lot of good in the world, and I I genuinely respect her in most ways, but it feels like she's punching down a little bit, and it's not a good look for her. It's not. It, it really does make me – it makes me feel uncomfortable. It's like, that's not cool. Come on, Yancey. Yeah, I mean, there's, it's just – it's not cool. What I love, too, is that morale is fired back that, according to Wikipedia, a cultural icon is an artifact that is identified by members of a culture as representative of that culture, such as apple pie, baseball, and the United States flag. 
And that doesn't include a human being. She is a human being. Is this what we're doing now? Are we trademarking children now? Is this what is this what's happening in the celebrity world? Like, if you have a weird name, you got to trade. Like, did Apple get trademarked or whatever? I think probably the her logic in trademarking is probably that she's going to name a bunch of stuff. Blue stuff Ivy. after her, yeah, and probably she'll probably get her own. I'm assuming fashion line that kind of thing. But she is like, uh, for a little girl, she's very fashion forward in what in what she chooses and I think that Beyonce is big on allowing her to create her own style and I think that's awesome but I mean, she's still a kid she's let a her be a kid for a second alright so real quick everybody name your favorite Beyonce song so that uh, people get less mad at us than they would normally be mine is Love on Top oh that's a really good one I really love Halo <laughs> uh, honestly I'm gonna say Run the World it's a great one. Awesome. All right, so we love it. Really, I mean, all yeah, those are really good songs. This has nothing to do with her as an artist. This has to do with her as a person. It's like it just right. kind of sucks. Yeah. I, 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 And I get it at the same time. I'm sure she's got big plans, uh, you know, but – I get, I get, but I get a little element of both sides. But I'm at the end of the day, I'm always gonna just root for the underdog. Totally. To be honest with you. Yeah, and especially in this kind of situation where it's, she worked hard, and also the created it. All it'll also be different if she'd created the company after Blue Ivy was born. Hundred percent. Right, and she did it. It totally. was already the name of her company. Maybe yeah. it's like maybe then you look up the name of your. Uh, of what you're planning on naming your child, if you expect them for them to be their own business and entity you know what really sucks is one of my my dear friends that are, they're a couple um they have an adorable sweet son whose name is north and they named him north <sighs> right before <sighs> northwest so it oh, just so seems like people that. are gonna think that they were copying Kanye and Kim forever it is see but I always think of the movie <sighs> north with Elijah Wood remember when he, he's going to find new parents deep in the heart of Texas uh -huh. I loved that movie mm -hmm. I wanted to be a part of the Eskimo family <laughs> <laughs> remember they ship her off in, like, on an iceberg I was just, just taking it in oh the grandfather yeah, I'm proud of you. I'm Thank happy you. That you want to be an Eskimo. Eskimean, I look great in fur, just like J Lo does. Fake fur, that is. Yeah. I guess if you live in the um, cold tundra land, you do have to probably kill things. Yeah, so yeah, I understand. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they no, they do it. They do it because they have to. Now I know that we're, we're gonna get to the list in just a moment, but something I'm, I just I need to bring it up. Mm -hmm. I have to bring it up because I had no idea, and I need other people to know this. That so we've been talking about over the summer because I think it was a slow, a bit of a slow news summer when it comes yeah. to this stuff. So we've been talking about the Little Mermaid live a lot. Now we know Queen Latifah is playing Ursula, but did you know before I sent this out that John Samos is playing the French chef Louis? I did that not. mustache looks so tacked on to his face. It's so unnatural. It looks so goofy. He like looks at the camera like it was a big old wink. I assume <laughs> they're doing that on purpose. I I mean Shaggy is playing Sebastian. Oh my and Shaggy, god. And Shaggy by the way looks but, high as fuck. I know. Just I looking at wearing his sunglasses just like, yeah, I'm in this. And he's yeah. wearing like a red leather jacket like yeah. see, I'm a lobster. I'm a lobster. Look <laughs> at <Forget> it. <laughs> <laughs> the teaser for this live Little Mermaid 
I don't know if I've ever wanted to watch one of these live shows any yeah. more than this one. I, I can't wait. To oh watch yeah, it, it looks really fun. Uh, I am uh, proposing this now. Not that it necessarily will happen, but I think we maybe should do a uh, stream commentary. I'm in. It's November fifth at eight p.m. Yep. I think that this yep. is a great idea. I would love to watch it <laughs> so because fun. I'm going to watch it, and I'm either going to yes. be drunk and watching it with all y'all, or I'm going to be drunk and watching it by myself. So there you, go. you know, let's let's figure this out because. I have to, I have to yeah and what what is his accent gonna be I mean even in the in the live action movie they had to redub over Ewan McGregor being Lumiere because he because his French accent was so bad why not get a French actor I'm not sure but I can't <laughs> wait to hear John Stamos oh. just <laughs> desperately try to do a French accent I'm sure he's gonna do oh. great. He's going to nail it. I just want to remind you guys, we still get cats at the end of this year. We still get cats. Is that cats. Christmas? Is that when it's released? Yes. It's going to be the best. Is it coming out on Christmas Day? December 20th. It comes out. That's, yeah. That's a fun Christmas movie to see with you. <laughs> yes. yes. All no. I know is that we are going to be trapped in Florida and we are going oh, yeah, to we're going see cats. <laughs> we're going to see we cats. We are going to see cats and then we're going to go see Little Women and it's going to be great. Yeah. But it's time for the list. Oh, who's on the list, it's Jackie? Me. Gotta have the list. Diamond Jackie. mines and stripper poles. It's 17 weird celebrity side businesses. I love the, just the headline, Diamond Mines and Stripper Poles. It's, I want that to be um, the name of my memoir someday. I, that is perfect. We can, only, we can only hope. Uh, we're, we are talking, uh, Carmen Electra and Kendra Wilkinson both sell their own brands of stripper poles. Does wow. not surprise me. Is Kendra Wilkinson still on the... Is she in the scene yeah. still? I think that she might be. I, I mean, I don't want to say that she's too old for the scene, but um, because you know it takes all types, and everyone's got all kinds of needs and wants. Daddy alert! So I'm not quite sure, but if anything, she's a businesswoman now. Oh, totally. I love fucking uh, girls next door. I do. I mm. just don't know if I would want a like a travel stripper pole because I don't mm. think it would hold me. Well, you're missing out. Maybe what I you, am. What are you going to do on the train other than sit there, you know? <laughs> but at least there was, those are strapped down, you know? No, you put yours out. You're right. I do love seeing blooper videos of women doing pole stuff in their, like, home pole setup mm -hmm. and then seeing the pole fully collapse uh, while they're... It's very scary because you have to put all of your weight <laughs> on it. I'm very scared right. of doing it. Yeah, no, it's definitely... It's like circus equipment. You can't just buy random people's... Right. Like crappy ones. Holes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but you can utilize Venus Williams' interior design company, which I didn't know mm. that she had. She started her own commercial and residential interior design company called V-Star in 2002. Williams said the company is based in Florida, and it's one of her best-kept secrets. Mm. V-Star kind of makes me think of a vagina. Though. Yeah, it does. Mm -hmm. That's my diamond mines and my stripper poles. V-Star interiors. <laughs> gotta clean that pussy up. Gotta clean it up. Uh, only the interior, though. Mm -hmm. Kevin Costner's company helped clean up the BP oil spill, and he has a casino. 
Are those Interesting. connected? Yes, because I well, I guess he in 1995 the actor director began developing oil separation machines from a patent he purchased from the government. He also purchased the company Ocean Therapy Solutions for $24 million, which specializes in centrifugal oil water separations. I mean, it's great for the environment, but what a thing to get into, dances with wolves. Well, wasn't that right around Waterworld? Maybe that's why he got so into it. He was like, I gotta look into this water thing. I don't want this to happen. <laughs> uh, maybe I'll make some sort of machine. I want to drink my pee. Um, but I just like, but it's not all serious all the time. Costner also owns a casino in South Dakota. <laughs> yeah, where nothing bad ever happens. No, 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 no. Casinos are only bred out of good things. Justin Timberlake <laughs> is making his social network role real with a bunch of new ventures. That's such a uh, generalized statement. <laughs> As I'm saying, oh yeah, and several. I've got a lot of ventures going on right now as well, Jackie. I got my elbow wax business off the ground. We'll talk about I that just, venture. I've got a. Yeah. I feel like so many of these things are the things that wax. I feel like that the celebrities have nothing to do with. Justin Timberlake is a large investment in the cloud-like photo tagging surface. Stipple. Stipple. And he created the company Miso Media in Venice Beach, California <laughs> that creates music and education apps. Ah. That all sounds like nonsense. It does sound like uh-huh. nonsense, but I do appreciate the fact that Miso Media raises millions of dollars each year for music education in schools. Midsama. Did you ever <laughs> you ever wonder where Akon's one-of-a-kind bling comes from? Now I've heard <laughs> Everything. <laughs> when maybe I should have looked at when this was written. In 2005, the rapper behind such hits as "Smack That" and "I Want to Love You" very different messages. This was written seven years ago. This is written close to a decade ago. <laughs> throw it out there. It's hard to find lists. It's hard to find lists. You don't realize how hard it is until you've been doing a show for nine years. It's hard to find lists that are not the list you've already used. He bought a diamond mine in South Africa. I just love, when asked how he acquired the land, Akon replied, "It's real complicated. You can just know that I own it." Oh, you just God. gotta know I killed a that bunch of people. Like, there's a lot of bad things happening there. That sounds awful. Akon wears diamonds that only come from his mine. In 2007, when people found out about his purchase, Akon got into some hot water by claiming that he didn't believe in conflict diamonds. That's just a movie, he said. Think about it. Ain't nobody thought about nothing about no conflict diamonds until the movie came out. What? What are you talking about, Akon? It's not... That's some presidential level deflection. That's not. Uh, yeah, no. You know what it is? It's the movie's fault. That's why. Mm-hmm. Um, Rush Limbaugh owns a tea company. Um, and it's called. He introduced a brand new tea drink called Two If by Tea, and yes, that is a reference to Paul Revere. Uh. I just this. Oh, this is horrible. Tea. I'm sorry the list is bad. Oh, my God. So you're welcome, and isn't that interesting? <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
By the way, like half of these things they don't even own anymore. No, like, oh, yeah, yeah, well, yeah. Well, well isn't Timberlake it one was like MySpace? Is that is that? I don't think that exists. They were talking about <laughs> MySpace at some point. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, I'm going. It's good. I'm sorry. <clears throat> oh fuck, Sh- fuck, fuck, shit. <laughs> oh God, damn. <laughs> It's getting so dark in here. I think I'm going blind. blind. I up. We, we can't see him. <laughs> it's time for blind up, so get ready. I think your name right. is ready. Uh, the three of them all wanted to be paid the same, and the amount is staggering. So how do you make that happen? By charging almost triple the highest ever average ticket price for a tour. And the thing is, the show featuring the three who said they would never play together again isn't all that great. Destiny's Child. No, but yes, and it is music. It is definitely a band. Three. Uh, Hanson? No. <laughs> Ooh, good one, though. That was a good one, though. Okay, so say it again. So it's three people that are going to perform together and they don't like each other. The amount is staggering. They don't like each other. They, they yeah. Um, I mean, the Jonas Brothers, but they like each other. Yeah, I'm going to go with Harder Music. Harder Music, three people. Harder than the Jonas Brothers. I don't know. <laughs> Sucker <laughs> gets me bopping, brah. <laughs> Harder than the Jonas Brothers, three people. Are we talking older or younger? Older. Um, I'm, I kind of picked this one for Natalie. If that might give it away too much, it's got to be one. That, I mean, it sounds like I probably don't know him. I'm gonna say, is it one? Is it we're talking like a like a Judas Priest kind of thing? They are they are maybe. performing, maybe. But they're more than three. But someone like them. It's not Guns N' Roses. Yes. <laughs> what they're all, what? Axl Rose, Duff McKeegan, and Slash. That was the blind item. But they're already on tour. Yeah, I know. I know. I think it's just about like how they, you know. They just, they all demanded the same amount of money, and it's a lot of money in order to do it. I, and I also wanted to ask, you saw them. How was it? It was fucking great. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think, did, you, did you sense any tension? They've had tension forever. I think they've gotten to the point where they can at least be in the same room, and that is an accomplishment. Well, especially for how much <laughs> money they make to be in the same room. I think I'd be in the same room as anyone. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to say Slash looked and seemed more with it than Axel, mm. but Axel's been through a lot. I would say Slash, the one with the hats. Yes. The only thing mm. I know about Slash is because of Rock Band. And you can you can have, you can play as Slash. All right. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah, isn't that wow. cool for me? The, one of the most iconic guitar, one of the greatest guitarists of all time. And you know him because of the hat from Rock Band. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'm glad that you played as. Did you play as him? Yeah, I I would get a hundred percent when I would sing "Go Your Own Way." Cool. Yeah, slash. Yeah, you know that slash hit. <laughs> Go your own way. They were fun. I I was just happy that they figured out how to be in the same room because I totally. never thought I would get to see them because yeah. they've been fighting for like 20 years. Yeah, I would love to see see the actual thing. And I saw some video of like one of their shows, and it sounded fucking right on. It was great. It was such fun. Everybody was high energy. Axel got up and he stood there and he sang and he jumped around sometimes. It was That's great. fun. Yeah, blast. 
Well, what's not fun is what's happening with this couple. The world is finally seeing for their eyes what I've been telling you for a year. The thing is, though, there is way more than just a permanent side piece for the A-list rapper. The A-list reality star knew it, but turned a blind eye to it. Reality star, rapper, having issues. Tyga? Kylie Jenner and um, Travis Scott. Travis Scott. The couple announced that they are taking a break, and rumors are flying about Instagram hottie Rojean Carr. Look this person up, because she looks like a human Snapchat filter. Oh, yeah. She's Ro- gorgeous. Rojean Carr, also known as Young Sweet Ro. Honestly, she does not look real. Is and she, I and it's Wait, is she also a reality star? Uh, she is an Insta model. Oh, oh yeah. Huge. I mean, she's she's uh, I, she's gorgeous. She's definitely gorgeous. I don't know. She looks like she's in that Black Hole Sun music video. Yeah. Those eyes are like crazy. I'm. She looks, and I like ladies that look car- like a uh, human anime cartoon. But like, holy shit! I can't. It's like, I, I, it's like weird. It's like a bit of that Uncanny Valley feel. Uh, well, oh, for sure. But I feel like the Uncanny Valley is like pretty much a look at this point because of social media. Mm-hmm. Um, it makes totally. it makes you look like you have a bunch of money. Um, but have yeah. is that really what her eyes look like? Because is there I any candid so. photos of her? These are all doctored photos. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. If you go on her Insta, I, at the same time, I don't have the best eye for that kind of thing. But if you go on her Insta, I mean, there's some candidy looking shots where her, I mean, I think I don't think they're putting filters on her. I think that's just the way she looks. Which, by the way, I, I feel like we're doing a disservice. She's a smoke show. Oh, oh she's yeah, gorgeous. no, she's absolutely gorgeous. But it is she's definitely. But you also have to remember, like a lot of filler for sure. The difference between what Kylie Jenner used to look like and after she has, like, you know, ha- has had her alterations, she also looks like. Yeah. And like, right. and she does look like that, whether she has a filter on or whether she's got makeup on or anything, because of the the work that she's had done. And she's also gorgeous. She was gorgeous before. She's gorgeous now. Yeah, it just sucks. It just looks like she's so much older than she it is. It does mm. look like she's. Older than she um, is, but, but I also am openly. Uh, I hate this family, um, but <laughs> that's why we're in the same team there, Natalie. We're, yeah. we're, we're solid solidarity on that one. Yeah, I just uh, think <laughs> you know. I just think more power too. I don't know? hate the game. No, I don't no, hate no. the game. I think they're. I think they're. Uh, a certain woman. weird type of genius thing going on. Oh, it's built, it's definitely like built. it's a it's an insane it's a it's garbage that they can be what they are, but also they're really great at being what they are. Yeah, oh, totally. I just I don't agree. With Young sweet Ro, can you imagine that. looking? You imagine I can't. I'm fat. I'm fat. <laughs> Ro, I hate the pictures. I'm fat. <laughs> no, Jackie. No, <laughs> don't let her do this to you. Don't let Roro, don't let Roro do do, right. okay? Oh, Remember what Lizzo this. says. Remember her words. But what if my red project does? I'm gonna get. Oh my god, you are so. Would everyone still listen if I talk like this? Oh my god, please. I'm getting fillers. <laughs> I'm getting them. <laughs> do not, please. Lexi's just like, I'm doing it. I'm going to do it. I'm just like, I don't know. But don't, I don't. Don't, but do what you want to do, but maybe don't. No, because you love her the way that she is, and I appreciate you. I love the way she, I just love the way she is for who she is. Young know, Sweet Rose denied all of these rumors, she said in an Insta story. None of these rumors are true. It's just the internet creating a false narrative. Please stop spreading lies and leave him, her, and I alone because it's affecting real lives. Thank you. So I thought that there was some bullshit about how she was back with Tyga. 
And that because she went out, but that was all thing. I think it, it, they weren't even dating. I hate anything. that I even know this. God I damn know, it! Because it's everywhere, dude. It's hard Ugh. not to know about it. And welcome, we're page seven. It's good that you're doing yeah, home true. now. now you can feel not bad yeah, about yes, it. Yes, now technically it's your job. So yeah. it's like, yeah. so we are doing it. Um, it yeah. is uh, apparently that they just were like hanging out, and then everyone's like, they must be back together. But it seems like they just went mm. out and got hammered, which you know. Oh, okay, happens. It happens. This very popular Netflix show named after a suburb could have gone on for years longer and kept a huge crew employed, but the former child actress turned addict turned A-list adult actress was bored with it and wanted to do something else. The uh, the, the zombie one. I oh. believe you're on the right track. I don't uh, I should have looked up the premise for the actual show. It's yeah, it's it's her and Timothy Oliphant. Oh, Santa Clarita Diet. Santa Clarita Diet. Yes, Santa Clarita Diet and of course Drew Barrymore who we mentioned earlier. Um, uh, apparently, yeah, that's the rumor. Netflix's head of original content, Cindy Holland, ha- had this to say. It's a combination of things. When we're investing, we decide how much to invest based on the audience that will show up. If the audience doesn't show up, we think about the reason to continue to invest in something that doesn't do as well as we had hoped. But this kind of sh- this show kind of sounds similar to me to, to, like, Pushing Daisies and shows like that where it maybe wasn't an immediate financial success, but it had a bit – its fan base was very intense. Yeah, it was like a rabbit. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's a great show. Oh, you watched oh, you've it? seen it? Oh, yeah, it's a great, it's a great show. And I also, I know a bunch of people that worked on it too, and all of the like, like making all the SFX for it. And it's, it's a great, it's a, a wonderful show. I very much enjoyed it. And I was very sad, but you know what? Also, they got to end. I'm also very sad that BoJack Horseman's ending, but yeah, yeah. you got to do what you got to do. Unfortunately, what, what's what's the premise for Santa Clarita Die? Because I was interested in checking out at some point. Maybe not now, but is that um, Drew Barrymore? They, you know, they have like a regular normal life, and she starts feeding. I have a, I didn't watch the last season, but she needs to eat. Uh, human meat and blood to survive, and then it's Tim Oliphant, ascent, like eventually helping kill people and hide it ah. for her so that she can eat. But it's all dark humor, so gotcha. it's it's very light hearted. And the fact that it's not all around the fact that she just that she has to do that to survive or she's going to die. But it's, it's like, like it's also like a family show. Like, yeah, like sewn into a more. It's great. It's yeah. it's very well written. It's well acted, and also I mean both. I mean, I love, I love both of them. And so. Tim Oliphant. Yeah, good. You can get it. Get it. Get it. Get it. Check it out, because you never know. You could always get that Deadwood-style movie later on if enough fans uh, circle around it. So give it a shot. Hell yeah. Thank you guys so much for joining us today. And Holden, thank you for sharing your SNL uh, fairy tale story. But I didn't even talk about False God. And I didn't even talk about False God was amazing. I didn't even talk about the fact that on her way out of the uh, studio uh, at the end after the credits rolled, uh, she waved over towards where I was sitting and I waved back. And um, so that happened. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very glad that you shared that. Wow. And I think the, I'm very happy you guys had a good time. My name is Jackie Zabrowski. <laughs> you follow me on Instagram at Jack That Worm. My name's Holden McNeely. Check us out, Holdenator So, on Twitch for Jackanese, especially on Friday nights. It's just Jackie and I having a party together. Like I said, I think we might try to stream a live stream commentary of that uh, Little Mermaid. Uh, that would probably be on my Twitch stream as well. Also, the Patreon. Weekly episodes for just $5 a month. Um, we're talking TV a lot. We're doing fun uh, 17 magazine quizzes, all good stuff like that. Patreon.com forward slash page seven podcast. Check us out. 
I am Natalie Jean, and you can follow me at the Natty Jean on all of the things that there are. I try to catch that that handle for anything that comes out. So hell yeah, hell yeah. Now none of you fucking steal it. Now that you know that everyone's getting steal it. We love you guys. Go steal it. We love you. We'll talk to you next love time. you. Bye. Bye. This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors, you can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com. Hi, Max. I wanted to share something with you. I wanted to tell you how grateful I am and how you've embraced your sobriety since day one. I'm grateful for how you changed your life. I'm grateful for the love you have for me. I'm grateful for you. Love, Mom. If your loved one is still struggling with addiction, you might not feel like you'll ever get to grateful. But we can show you how. At Karen, we've helped families overcome addiction for 70 years. So if your loved one is ready for something different, visit caron.org slash lost. Whether you're making the same breakfast that you have every day or baking a cake for an extra special day, eggs are a staple in our diets. Eggland's best eggs are nutritionally superior to ordinary eggs containing more vitamins and 25% less saturated fat. Not only are they better for you, but Eggland's best eggs taste better too. There's a reason that they're America's number one eggs. Visit egglandsbest.com for additional information and delicious recipes.